network. Get out there and network. Yes, there's social media. Yes, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook all the time. But it's, it's combining that then with the networking that can make a lot of money in real estate. You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. All right. Welcome back to another episode of The Right Club Podcast. How's it going, Sarah? Going awesome. Going awesome. What about you? Yeah, it's, it's going great. We are keeping busy. We've got the 100 mark. Now we're going straight past it and hopefully flying to 200, helping a lot more families. Can't qualify to buy their home, to get into a rental home program. Definitely talking to a lot more investors. Because we've been doing this podcast, a lot more people have been reaching out and, and, and hearing about rental home. So educating them on how they can have improved returns by investing in rental home. So what, uh, what are you working on? What's keeping you busy? Oh, so much. It's exciting. I'm looking for a, a deal in Brantford. I'm looking for a deal in Hamilton. Probably in a couple months, I'm going to be looking at Peterborough as well as I might have a really good contact that's going to move up there, aka my father-in-law. Nice. <laughs> so he's very handy. So I may do something so that he could also work while he's up there. And yeah, so just busy doing that, working obviously still full time, working on my coaching, the podcast, but things are really coming together in the Sprite Club and the online club that we're going to be launching. I'm really excited about that. We can't give too many details away, but there's a lot of really cool things happening. So I'm uh, super excited about that. Now I have a question for you though, Alfonso. So rent to own, to get to a hundred, what are like three things. If someone's doing like a couple rent to owns, like what are three or four things? Let's just say three that they should do to scale the business up to a hundred. Wow. I want to say the way that we were able to kind of scale and to get to that number was systematizing things. Naturally, like I always get the joke that a lot of people haven't met Adam, my business partner, but the marketing and going out networking, that's not his favorite thing to do. It's not what his wheelhouse is. Me going out and doing our spreadsheets and analyzing deals and that kind of stuff, that's not my thing to do. So we were really able at an early point in our, in our careers together in our business was to really kind of divide and conquer. We knew we needed both and it was just there's so many hours in a day for, for us. But to definitely systematize and not to step on over each other's toes on doing the same type of stuff at first, we definitely did. And, you know, and there's still times now that we are, but we naturally gravitated to what we do best and what we prefer. That's one thing. Another thing as well too is make sure to have a clear exit. How are you going to have your clients qualify at the end? And that means how is your investor going to get paid all those profits throughout and at the end? So definitely having that. Anybody, we, I, we always say this in the business, anybody can start a rent to own, but it's actually executing it and, and ending it and getting it back to the client. So we do that with having our credit team in place and, and a strong financial background. And the third, and it's funny, we always get back to this one years, but just network, just tell people what you do is we are out there all the time. Now I love it. Like I'm, I'm rock. We got the new gear in and I'm telling everybody and anybody Jag properties, go and find us. If you haven't heard, we've done a lot of work on our website. We put some good marketing materials on there. So we want people to go and see it and visit it. That's jagproperties.com. Definitely go and see that. And, and yeah, really getting people to, to that site and, and explaining what we do from both and, and all sides, right? If you're, you're an investor, if you're a realtor or a mortgage broker, or if you're a tenant buyer, right? There's, there's information for everybody on that site. So 
yeah, I guess those are the quick three that came to the top of my head. And, uh, but yeah, let's, you know, even talking about yourself a little bit, sir, I know you have a new coaching program that you're launching and I'm not sure if it's launched or launching, but the rise. So yes. you to help so many people too. So what does that entail? And I wouldn't even think, how would you coach somebody? How do you do that? Yes. So essentially it's a, it's a video course that's actually, it's already started, but people can actually join it any single time because it's all video. So you can actually learn at your own pace. But what we do for support is we have monthly calls where the students get to ask any questions that they want about any parts of the course or just any investing in general. So it's still very interactive and they have access to email if they need any questions throughout or they have access to my documents as well and, and a lot of my team if they want. So it's, it's working really well. I try to keep it, you know, not too big just so that there's ability for everyone to be able to ask questions and get their questions answered. But yeah, it's working well. We've been doing it now for a couple months. I'm going to continue for, uh, for the year. And if I can help somebody buy their first property, second property, third property, be able to scale, that's, the, that's my goal is I've done it. And it wasn't as easy. And if I can make it easier for somebody to get started without making all the mistakes that I made in the beginning, that's really my goal. Yeah, and that's amazing. So the listeners out there that maybe haven't bought your first property yet or haven't done your first investment or want to do more, leaning and having that experience at your fingertips with, with Sarah there and everything that she's gone through and experienced. I know when I'm looking at our normal rental properties, I'm quick to call you up and be like, hey, what do you think? And you're awesome at sending me stuff and things that you've used yourself. So that's so valuable to have you in their corner and your corner to go out and invest. That's what's important. We talk about building the power team. And yes, there are the transactional people in that team. There's lawyers and accountants and realtors and mortgage brokers and home inspectors and all that kind of stuff. But even just having like teammates, if you want to look at it that way, where they've experienced different things in different areas, but a lot of it does translate in systematizing it. It's back to what I said about systematizing it and being able to duplicate it. So that's amazing that you're offering that. So definitely get onto Sarah's website. I have to say, yours, your website was a big inspiration for JAG's new relaunch of, of our new site. It definitely look and feel that, that kind of stuff, but it, it's, it's new, it's modern. It has a lot of information on there. You know, as you were saying that, because the same person that, that helped me with mine helped you with, with yours, Paul Cupcut. We actually should have him on this podcast because he does a lot of the heavy lifting as, as we come up with these crazy ideas. Yeah. He helps a lot with the implementation and all of the, a lot of the back-end branding and strategy piece in addition, obviously, to, to the four of us. But we should, we should have him on the podcast soon. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, look forward to that. Paul is definitely going to be on, on the Right Club podcast. And if you haven't met Paul, he's at our Right Club event. Definitely come out and meet, meet Paul as well, too, in terms of strategy and branding. And yeah, he's a great resource. But I'm really excited about our podcast today, talking about marketing yes. and strategizing. This guy, Jeff Weibo, I should say, we call him Jeff, but Jeff Weibo is amazing. He is on Instagram all the time. They're marketing the OREC group, the Real Estate Rat Pack himself and Matt McKeever. Really good podcast that we had. And he's, he was full of tips and advice that like I wrote down that you guys might be seeing me do a little bit more on Instagram. I should start Instagramming this podcast so that the podcast can lead to the Instagram, right? It's all that across, right? Some great insights. And he's really developed all of this in just a little over three years, which is really impressive. And some of the things that he talks about and some of the events that he's doing and some of the ways that he's getting clients. I mean, this is good. Like if we've got any listeners out there that you're a real estate and realtor, mortgage broker, any, anybody, or even just an investor, how to get out there. Jeff really is full of tips and insights and I'm really excited about the interview. So should we go on to it? Absolutely. Let's get to it. Hope All you guys right, enjoy. let's do it. 
All right. Welcome to the Right Club podcast. Jeff Weibel, how's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me on. We're really excited to have you on. So you were also a guest in my other podcast with some great insights, not only on real estate investing, but also on your branding and how you got to where you are using branding and that whole social media piece. So I'm hoping that we can cover some of that today for the Right Club Nation. But first, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you currently are doing when it comes to real estate investing. Okay, thank you guys. So I am a real estate investor in London, Ontario. I own a triplex here, duplex that I'm turning into Airbnb and long-term rentals. My triplex is to student rentals. I own one duplex at a province in Calgary. And around 2015, I kind of needed a job, so I became a realtor, which was, I thought was gonna be passive income lifestyle, but apparently uh, you're just getting home right now and you jump on a podcast right now because you're just out doing showings till 7, 7.30 at night. It's not as passive income as you thought. But, so first year of real estate was going really good as an agent, and we kind of talked about it there, about the branding and stuff like that. One of the things that I did, and a lot of people in Southwestern Ontario may or may not know, I guess, is the limo tour that I started. And that was basically a giant commercial of, look at me, I have a giant limo and let's go look at properties. But thankfully I had very expert real estate investors along with myself on the limo to help out buyers to look what properties, kind of go out on a field trip and check things out. And instead of just learning about it sometimes at the meetings, it's going into the field, seeing basement heights and what you could do and getting ideas and, and networking and meeting good landlords that have other connections with plumbers and painters and whatever that looks like. That's what the whole thing was about. It's like a mobile meeting. So that was great. And we started videoing it and documenting it. And, and that's how a lot of people got to see what I was up to. And, and now you fast forward all the way till now, myself and Matt McKeever have put on giant Ontario real estate conference and we have the second one coming up this year and then also we've done masterminds in Vegas where we're always like looking to do something different and like you guys were mentioning to me off air before we have a mansion now that we rent and this is about really it's like a YouTube house for us because we're big on YouTube and here's our problem we told a lot of you guys to start doing YouTube and stuff like that. You guys are actually starting to do this social media stuff now. So we have to stay ahead of you. That's why we have a mansion now because everybody's putting up video contents and, and great podcasts and everything. It's awesome to see. Uh, and that's what's all about. It's all about the collaboration, meeting everybody, you guys, and it's, it's fantastic. So that's what we got going on and we can delve into that. And if you want. Yeah, well, I want to say one thing though. You guys have the mansion, Alfonso, we should look at a boat, like a, our own boat. ship. I like that. Hey, eh? land and sea. I love that. But right? and then, no. you know, Grand Cardone's got his jet. So we'll have to, you know, look into that one day. Yeah, well, that's right. Like find on a boat that would just really, change your mindset a bit you're able to leave your city behind and just refocus and reconnect with the right people and that's the beauty of doing some of the stuff that we put on that can be just going to like events like the right club but then whatever you guys have like after like that exclusive mastermind that's where like the real magic can happen sometimes too so it's a good idea Absolutely. Yeah. And you get out of your different comfort zones and you're not just like an office type situation where you kind of feel close minded. You're getting into those spaces and, and definitely kudos. And I want to, going back to the limo tour, I just remember it was rain and as a rain event, the real estate investment network. And it was a little while back and you and McKeever, well, Matt, or he was walking around with the London Knights Jersey 
and he, yep. uh, and you had the Weibull limo wooden carving type thing. And, and yep. I just remember everywhere, you guys were everywhere. And I saw the videos, I started watching them that weekend. And just kudos to you that your videos and the stuff that you produce is so well received and you're really going out there and educating people and showing people just by experience. And you're not making this stuff up. You're talking to people that have done it, that are doing it, that are continuing to do it, adapting, changing. And like you said, oh, we bought a mansion now because we have to get ahead of that curve. And, and I love how you're kind of leading in that, in that direction. And, and it's phenomenal what, uh, what you guys are, are been up to. So yeah, talk a little bit more about now, like what some of the goals are, what you want to be doing. Yeah. And what you're kind of looking at. So for 2019, Matt and I wanted to put on a major event every month and that turned into like mini masterminds at the mansion in London, Ontario. And those were pretty much like our YouTube videos, but a lot of like one-to-one -one hand holding of the content right with people that they could like come over, have food with us. we learn about it. We learn how to we have a burr mastermind coming up. Uh, we did an Airbnb mastermind, really pick people's brains. We got lawyers out. We're really trying to like stay ahead of the curve on that kind of stuff and really provide that value. Bring on people like you guys sometimes to help our attendees as well. The best that people get out of it is all the content, but then also like the hanging around. People are hanging around to like two in the morning at the mansion, having like in-depth conversations and really like hashing out life plans. And it's really cool to see, especially like, just like you guys, you might see some people come to the right club on the first night and then fast forward a year, they're gonna be like, I have 10 properties now because of you guys. And like, that's powerful and that's really cool to see. And we're, we're seeing that a lot ourselves. Wow, that's pretty cool. So how long did it take you to build all of everything that you've built? The mansion, the YouTube, the, the brand, like was this all done like within the last just few years? Probably three years, just from when I started to be a realtor. When I became a realtor, I looked around and, and a lot of the advice was do door knocking or do mail outs or get a bus bench or a billboard and this and that. And I, I listened to some bad advice at one point. I have a good YouTube video about uh, my bus bench where I, I, I listened to somebody and I bought it and then I said, look at all these people driving by, not giving a beep. And because... <laughs> It can work, but it doesn't work as well as the reaches on this. Even Sarah, when you said I was on your other podcast, people came up to me even recently and said, hey, I heard you on this podcast. And like, what? Like, it's crazy. Like, and they might not even have seen me on YouTube or Instagram or nothing, but they heard me on your podcast. That's crazy. And then that leads to me for sales. So it started off with saying no realtors are on the internet when I started. It was crazy. Like, I couldn't believe it. I, maybe I joined at the perfect time where nobody really figured it out that the internet's like the easiest, most mm -hmm. free commercial you can spend money on or not even spend money on because of free stuff like Instagram and YouTube. So I started branding on there and I decided I'm just going to brand my life a bit. Like I travel a lot. I've been around the world and I'm going to go, I'm going to say, Oh yeah, I'm a realtor. And then they may or may not purchase a home with me. And that's what I just decided to do. And people kind of started liking that and they wanted to see that my day to day if I just posted house, 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 open house, 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 open house, 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 you might just delete me. But if you kind of follow Jeff's journey, you're going to be interested in what Jeff does. And now you see Jeff's moved on to renting this mansion now and hosting this. You've seen that journey. I've told a story in the last three years, if you've been watching in this, this giant soap opera of real estate. So, Wow. Yeah. I think what you said is key is it's not about posting those open houses and I'm sure you can once in a while or whatever, but people are drawn in to 
be inspired by what other people are doing and how they're living. And they're seeing that this real estate is helping and they're probably saying, like, how do I get to travel more like Jeff? How do I get to do these things? I think that's really brilliant of you guys to have done that. You've really branded yourself really well and you're doing some really cool things. And I, I want to say like, how did you come up with this Vegas idea? And like, how did you even put that together? Because Alfonso and I and Laurel and Daniel, like, I mean, we put a lot of work into these right club meetings. I couldn't even imagine doing Vegas <laughs> at this point. Oh, it was exhausting. It was like 90 days of planning, all from like our cell phones and our laptops, just really, like we sent Matt down to do a recce to check it out. And I had never even seen it till I went there. And we just kept working on branding and attention and everybody listening to us and saying, you've got to come. It was very powerful because everybody, a lot of people said, well, what's going to happen there? And we said, don't worry about it. Be at the pool at noon. And <laughs> that was a tough sales pitch when, but the people that trusted us actually showed up at the pool at noon. I couldn't believe it. Over 70 people packed a wow. suitcase and flew to Las Vegas to be at the pool at noon and didn't say, what are we doing this afternoon or tomorrow morning? They just wanted, they knew that we built the brand so well that they knew they couldn't not be there. And that was very important. And that's like similar to how I even handle in real estate. There's there's better agents than me out there, but nobody knows about them because they're, they're sitting at home right now. They're not, doing an Instagram story or Facebook, like that's top of mind attention. And maybe people could put on a better mastermind than us, but they didn't. And everybody, we put one on and the people that were there, just like we were talking about earlier, it changed their lives. Those people that they, they went home refreshed, ready to go. Like it wasn't just the Monday hit and then they forgot about it. Like they're still talking about it and they powerful business deals happened from it. So, and it's continuing and it's going to happen up until our next one at a Scottish castle. No. <laughs> wow. That'd be kind of cool. I know he's on the James Bond trip. I think that's, yeah. uh, that's what it's about. I know he's about the Bond. Everybody don't know I'm a big James Bond fan. So, ah, okay. so that, yeah. But like you said, it, it's the work that you put in. There's nothing that replaces that, right? Is actually going out and doing it. And I always joke around with my business partner, Adam, and I'm always about these you know, different ideas, things that we want to do. And Sarah and Laurel, Daniel, and I, we're always talking about, these ideas, things were, okay, let's do it. Let's, let's actually do it. Like you can talk about it. You can talk it to death, but let's put into action. And Sarah, what's, what's your, that's going to, I'm going to hashtag it. Sarah's like tagline. It's definitely not my tagline, but oh, ready, okay. fire, aim. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so pick it, what we do, like you asked earlier, like how do we do the Vegas? We literally pick the date and work backwards and panicked all the way to it. No, but. But you know what? That's, that's how you get things done in life. I mean, that's how I decided to get into real estate. I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to learn enough and then just figure it out. And that's how I've moved through life. And that's probably how a lot of us. Just learn enough. We're never going to learn everything. We're going to learn as we go. I'm still learning. I'm still making mistakes. I mean, I'll always keep learning. I'll always keep making mistakes. But look where we are now in comparison to three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it was, you know? Yeah, it's like failing forward, right? So you, if you don't do it, you're never going to gain anything. And like a lot of people, like they're, they don't even like take their real estate tests. They put it into the, like they just never book it. You got to like just put yourself behind the eight ball. Mm -hmm. Oh no, like this weekend, by the time your listeners listen to this, it probably already happened, but we have the uh, Ontario, Wind City, Ontario Real Estate Conference in Windsor that Matt and I are putting on one day event. And that just started from picking a calendar date and then finding the venue and then finding the sponsors and then, and then, and then. But like, you can't just go, oh, I wish I could put that on. Just the same way you guys put on the right club meetings. It's you got to do it and then just pick the dates, ready, shoot, aim, and yeah. sort out your corrections later. 
That's right. There's, yeah, there's nothing like a deadline. When you have that deadline, and you're saying that, and, and I think it was, yeah, it's almost a year ago now, but we went skydiving, Sarah and, and a bunch of us from the right club, and we've said it, like we pretty much said it from the stage, hey, we're going skydiving, we put it out there, and it's like, okay, well, now we better do it, right? Like you find a way to do it, and, and the list of people that signed up that night from the people that actually jumped out of the plane <laughs> was a smaller percentage for sure. Half, uh, you get half up. signed up, half showed up. There you go. Half, yeah. Think half of that bond up. that you guys have now because you guys did that, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's actually going out and doing that. And I use that analogy like as much as I can, but you got to get up there and actually jump out. Look, we're here. We're talking about it. We survived it. We probably learned the second time I jump out of a plane, a couple other things that I would do, but it gets easier and easier. <laughs> as you learn, I think that's when you learn the most, right? Is when you make a mistake that you can, you, you learn from that and carry that on that experience so that the next time you do it, it becomes even better. So you mentioned Wind City OREC, you mentioned, well, you didn't mention yet, but you said OREC, but the London OREC, which yeah. I'm really excited about. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Dag it's is gonna be an amazing awesome. one. Like yeah. everything we learned from last year, like have more coffee, we'll have more coffee this year. Now, nobody had any real estate complaints. They only had, we want more coffee. <laughs> so, uh, we get those too. Like people aren't, weren't happy with the cookies. So we like, move oh, them. No, I'm just kidding. million dollars <laughs> worth of value and knowledge to purchase real estate and connections, but we'll get better cookies next time. <laughs> you know what? It's got to be a Canadian thing in their coffee. Yes. Don't mess with the Canadians in their coffee. Yeah. Like, that's important. Hey, right? that's there are coffee breakouts are expensive. Coffee. Sarah's a coffee aficionado as well, too. Right? I do coffee for a living, actually. That's <laughs> back here, anybody watching on video. Yeah, that is not the brand I sell. <laughs> but that's okay. I'll forgive you. Send me a box. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, let's talk about OREC because I was there last year and I thought it was awesome. And, you know, the, the vibe was great. It was kudos to you because I think you just like decided to do it and then you just organized it and yeah. it was your first one. And so this year... What is going to be show like? What are you showcasing? What's going to be different? What can we expect? So yeah, last year we really focused on it being raw and real, like real real estate investors in southwestern Ontario or around that are really doing it with like no sales pitches that we're not selling you to run to the back of the room to buy our training programs or anything like that. People might have that kind of now, but it's not like jammed down your throat like certain other organizations can have in, in Ontario here. And this year we have, there's going to be like a lot of uh, Windsor elements being talked about one Ontario Kitchener, Hamilton, all that. And we have Stefan Arnio coming this year to talk. So he'll be a different kind of headliner that'll be coming to that one. But basically, yeah, it's more of the same real raw data from us and, and what's going on. The, the best thing we're going to be able to do is showcase certain people that, came to OREC last year with zero properties and now have seven, eight, nine properties after OREC. So that's going to be pretty cool. cool. Hopefully that'll inspire the other people that aren't shooting in the crowd and they're, they're too busy lining up their shot, right? You just got to like get out there and pull the trigger. And from there, yeah, just you guys, you guys know you need to be there for the networking top landlords in Ontario going to be there. Plus all the other connections. That's where it's at. It's very affordable for what it is. And just, Get there. Don't give me your excuses, but just get there. Where can uh, people find tickets? So I'll give you the link, but it's on Eventbrite and also on the Real Estate Rat Pack. Or the easiest thing to always do is bug me on Instagram because I'm on there for like, I think, 12 hours of screen time a day. <laughs> and just send me a DM and say, I need a ticket at Jeff Weibo. I'm trying to lower that screen time, but it's hard in, the, in our business. So 
Um, that's the best way to do it. And I want to quickly pump up Ulrich as well too, because we're, we're going to have a presence at in Wind City and in London that we're going to have the orange bag. So all entrants it. coming into, into the what's event. It, what's it called, Alfonso? It's the uh, the Jag swag bag. I love that. <laughs> I love that we can call it that. So no, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, get no, the- no, we're really pumped to have you back there and it's going to be great. We're going to send so much business your way and be like, go, go talk to Alfonso. But, uh, but like the best part is our sponsors are pretty, are very handpicked that actually help out the investor who shows up. It's not like we have, you know, you've been to some events where like the sponsors are just really just trying to like get people. These are people that are going to actually help the investor make a lot of money. So they're, they're really good sponsors. So this is what you want to go network with these people and then see all our great talks, keynotes that are on stage. It's going to be uh, fantastic. Yeah. And, and, cool. and I love the same concept from the right club. You're helping people connect and get out there and learn something new. And, and sometimes you get the criticism good and bad and we hear it all too. But you are, you're putting yourself out there. You're saying 12 hours of screen time. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm I like, don't know that bad. I'll have to check. Yeah. Well, yeah. But even still, right? Like, again, is you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're doing it. You're like, oh, that video didn't work. I'm going to do it a different way. And I oh, think it's a full time job. Like, we're trying to put out three videos a week plus do everything else plus family life. So when some people are like, oh, I'm busy, it's like, I can't come to OREC. It's like, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. we all, we're all busy but we all choose what we want to be busy with pretty much. So yeah. And you have a new daughter, little daughter, my little daughter. Absolutely. Um, How old is she now? She's 11 months coming up in a few days here. So by, she was at the first OREC. So if you haven't been to OREC, my daughter's got more OREC's than you. Uh, (laughs) She was uh, maybe a month and a half at the first OREC, but no, that's a, that's a life changing thing. Like, and I'm trying to do real estate now with, with a, beautiful daughter and I want to be home more and, and hang out with her and learn and see her grow. Cause these are very important months where a lot of changes are happening in the first year of somebody's life. So I don't want to be out doing as many showings. So a lot of the things I've been doing, I've been working on uh, outsourcing where I can and doing the video content is great because a lot of the audience can see it. And then you're not out doing meetings all the time. It's just like one meeting and the videos keep going and people say, Hey Jeff, saw you on YouTube. Can you sell my house? And it's pretty awesome advertisement then at that point, or just, just helping them out or pointing them in the right direction or they just learn. Yeah. So, so do you cover just London and, or other places? As an agent, mostly I've done some stuff outside of the city, but like really, the best part is like having a network and knowing like I've been able to refer to like a few Hamilton realtors with people ask me same with down to Windsor. It's, it's not worth my time to f- pretend I know what I'm doing in a different city that it's better that I just hand you off to the right agent who can do it than me pretending I know what I'm doing in Muskoka or something like that. So, right. Well, um, you probably don't want to drive all the way up there to show. Um, so there's logistics <laughs> but then there's also like me actually wanting the buyer or seller to, to get the best. Right. Of course. So, which is what I'm supposed to do. So, so to our listeners out there that maybe they haven't been to an OREC and, and obviously yeah. or maybe haven't and want to get started in investing in real estate, what are some things that they should look for in when they're working with an agent for an investment property, right? What are the, some things that like maybe that you provide or that they should look for? So the investors are, are, have a lot of questions to start. Hopefully that's a good thing. And you're going to want an agent that, for, even if he doesn't have properties yet, okay? Like that would be what the main thing, obviously with my advantage, I own rental properties. So that's a very key point. 
but just the speed of him at, when you're asking him or her questions, if, Hey, is it licensed? Like you need to know this information relatively quick as a, an investor, cause you want to make decisions on purchasing. So like how fast is the agent in general getting back to you? And that gets harder. Like I'm talking like I have a young daughter, family's going on. I got, I got YouTube videos to shoot. And, but I know it kind of like hangs over my head. If somebody asked me a question, like what were the taxes or anything easy, easy agent things. But like, these are very important to the investor when he's doing his analysis. And then obviously the second one would be, or ranked the same with the first, have they bought properties before? It can, it can be an advantage. I'm sure there's really good agents out there that don't have investment properties, but really the best ones are the ones that do have them. I guess a good agent, if he was connected with good handyman would be a good one too, because those mm -hmm. can answer a lot of the questions if you're not good at that. So I always say, have a guy, like does your realtor like have a guy for everything or a girl that can like answer any question. Like the, the answer for me is always yes. Like I can figure it out. Like if you need flooring, yes, we can get you somebody for flooring. Like there's no like, no, like we can figure it out later with research. It's not that hard. Right. So yeah, no, absolutely. If you're working and I, I say this quite often, if you're working with a realtor, that's an investor, they probably have their own team in place anyways, whether it's an electrician, a plumber, a handyman, et cetera just borrow their team and then you can tweak as needed as you scale your business up. But that's a great way to start rather than mm -hmm. trying to find somebody on Kijiji. It's easy to just use your realtor. That's an investor's team for sure. Or ask other investors that are doing it, who their team members are as well. So Jeff, how do you do everything? Like you've got a, a new baby, basically you've got a <laughs> wife, you've got your real estate investing, you've got all the social media stuff. Like, I mean, it's just like, I was in New York this weekend too. <laughs> I don't know if you saw so, on Instagram. So how like how do you do you wake up at like four, three o'clock? Like what like <laughs> you should be at four and you don't get up till the, it goes off a few times. It definitely I don't know. I guess we didn't cover in the beginning of the podcast that I have a military background with the Canadian Armed Forces. And we like you just worked every hour of the day, I guess, in the military and because it was a, a mission, things had to get done. And I think early on as an agent, you got to be looking for stuff to do because you're broke. You have no money. You have to be using every hour. Like what are you doing going to bed like early when you could be writing a blog post or doing something like you're new, get out there, brand yourself, do something like there's, yeah, it's fun to sit there and watch the hockey game, but you should be working at the same time kind of writing something or doing an Instagram posts or answering 10 comments on Instagram, whatever it is, write to people in your city on Instagram and say, nice store i love that ice cream i can't wait to come by again whatever and then they're going to come look at your account see that you're from london and that's just going to lead to connections that's all it really is so yeah i don't know how because it's coffee normally i fast all day too so i have maybe have one meal by the end of the day because there's no time i guess and it started from the power of broke too because when you have no money you have to be using every hour of the day where i don't even want to get comfortable with that's the, when we're investors, we always redeploy our money. So I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I always feel broke because my money's out there deployed. And then you just personally feel broke all the time because you never just want to like stack up the bank account. No, that is so true. I was having this conversation with Matt the other day. He's like, cause we were like looking at our net worth and stuff like that. And like, like all the stuff that we've created, he's like, why do I still feel so broke? I'm like, cause we're not using any, like we're like redeploying it. <laughs> Exactly. Like, you know, like, so I really look around. I'm not 
spending crazy money on dinners as much as I might show on Instagram here and there, but like having chicken and like, it's not like I'm having caviar every night here. So, um, I mean, I do have a chef. So like there are some things that I definitely splurge on, but again, you don't have to, a lot of the people that are living very, very lavishly out there, they're probably in a lot of debt. And right. it's not real estate debt. It's, yeah, know. it's bad. Yeah, bad debt. <laughs> yeah, well, bad and, debt. Yeah. And, and first and foremost, thank, Jeff, thank you for your services in the Canadian military. That's huge. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing if it wasn't people like you doing that. But I want, what I want to touch on that point is, is that discipline. And that's, I think, a huge thing, whether it's through the military or through your upbringing or through different ways that you learn it throughout your life, is that discipline to go out and do that, to say, this is what has to be done. There's no way around it. Like we talked about before with the deadline, if you're going to go out there and say, and do it, don't be wishy-washy and just be like, oh, okay, it's yeah, not a big deal. And because that, that stuff adds up. So we see that a lot because we talk to so many tenant buyers, right? And they're the clients that we're trying to help them to just to get to own their home. And then eventually, hopefully one day start investing and making their money work for them. But the discipline and going out there and, and putting those goals forward. And you guys are very vocal and you specifically do about what you want to do, what you want to achieve and, and all that kind of stuff. So there's nothing that's going to stop you from getting in your way. If there's not one way, then there's another. Yeah. Like so for you personally now with a young daughter, like the real estate business in terms of an investor, what is that dream? What is that goal? What, what is that? You, you don't want to think about it, but maybe one day, what's that long term? Uh, probably eventually relaxing more and, and just focusing on like higher ticket things that make more money in my life than potentially some of the smaller stuff that I have to do. Like, look at me, I'm grinding to sell Win City tickets on Instagram daily to make the $100 or something ticket sale only to go to pay my videographers and to pay for the mansion because Matt and I aren't taking any of the money. Like, like, yet we want to, but like, there's no money to take yet. We are reinvesting it into camera equipment and everything and just whatever that works for us. And people, we have live in videographers at the mansion that we pay a salary to do everything daily pretty much. So he has no life either. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, you definitely have to reinvest in the business. I mean, that's how your business grows and you can't start taking too early because at that point in time, you're just potentially hindering the growth. I mean, same thing with the right club. I mean, right now we're putting everything back in that we can to, to help mm-hmm. that grow so that we can, we can help as many people as we can for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, hopefully we'll start profiting in one of the quarters in the future and uh, just be able to relax a bit more, but it's just, it's that long-term legacy type of stuff. We are going to hopefully help out so many people in the next decade and it's going to be all worth it. For sure. Just we'll make. It's not about taking in a little bit of cash right now. It'll be about that and then hopefully just connections with the right people that will buy the biggest real estate in Ontario or giant rent apartment buildings. That's more valuable to me than taking a little bit of a salary from this corporation we have going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I want to know what the formula is because obviously you're on social media and you're doing really well. And sometimes we're at the same meetups and then I, I hear people come up to you and say, Oh, I love your YouTube video. I love this. Is there a specific way of posting that you say we have to post X amount? We have to do this. Like, you know, have you have, have any like, options for somebody that wants to get started doing that? Okay, well, I'll give some, there's very complicated stuff and then there's easy options. So I have a real estate agent course, which is just a good sales course in general of like how to really sell in this real world and not be a salesman or woman, just 
make money and help people out and hustle and work hard. And that's what it kind of teaches. So a lot of people, yeah, they don't know how to do Instagram yet because it, and I was the same being the military background, we weren't allowed a freaking Facebook. So, and now I have like, look at me, I'm Jeff on Instagram. Like that is a, a 180 in my life. You guys were only meeting me in the last three years, pretty much being an agent on, on social. I was nothing like this before. I just decided, huh, this makes money. I'm going to do this. And what I wanted to, if, if you're too scared to do it to any of the listeners, I always say on Monday, Monday, take a photo of your coffee and just say ready to crush the week and whatever. And that's a post. There's so nobody posts. That's one of the easiest things to do. Guess what? Nobody cares about the angle of the light on the coffee or if it's a glare or whatever. You have no followers anyways. Who cares? Just post it. And eventually from there you can get better and, and then you can do more per day, more per week, whatever that looks like. Just obviously, listeners, right now, post. Do something. Be like, I'm listening to this podcast right now. Take a photo of this. And, or if you're driving, don't do that. Wait till you pull over. But that's what it starts with. And then it can get into like such complicated. I, I am studying this stuff in the extra hours late at night. I am watching YouTube videos about YouTube. I buy YouTube courses from YouTubers. I take Instagram courses. I create Instagram courses from what I learned from Instagram, stuff like that. Like I am constantly mm. learning. Do you think I know this? I don't know this. Like when Alfonso said he saw Matt and I walking around rain a year ago, we were like, hey, I think it would be a good idea if we just shot a bunch of YouTube videos in the hall and got people's attention and Matt wore a London Knights jersey and I walked around with my uh, Weibo limo sign. Well, that was something different. That's all that was really. And we don't have the answers either. Like, all it is is try and if it fails, delete it that's it and then do something to different tomorrow and here's the thing nobody cares on social as much as you think nobody cares you post something uh that's not doesn't get a lot of likes take take it down or if it's one of those stories in instagram it's gone in 24 hours don't get too romantic with it just post it and it's just like if anybody went to uh 10x with grant cardone it's just like you get an email. He says, you get an email from me every day. Bam, bam, bam. And like, and like if you unsubscribe, you unsubscribe. It's fine. But everybody knows who Grant Cardone is. And somebody's going to eventually talk about him. Oh, this guy emails me too much. Oh, who is he? And then the other guy looks it up. And then that guy buys from Grant Cardone. So that's how kind of how it goes. Yeah, so I like that. It's, it, again, it goes back to just, just doing it and trying it and learning from the mistakes. And I think that's the cool part that you guys talk about in your group and, and at the Right Club we talk about that as well too, is go out in there and talk to the people that are, are doing it, right? That are actually experienced, that are have trying. Whether that is uh, investing in a certain strategy, whether it's social media, investing in the stock market, whatever the case is. Talk to people that have gone done and and even now, like you went to New York. Hey, Jeff, where did you stay? Did you like the place? Was it cool? Hey, at least it's on my list of considerations that somebody that's actually been there. With technology, it's fantastic and it's great, but sometimes it's hard to see what's authentic and what's not out there. So to see your face and people doing it, that's the cool part that makes it real. But yeah, no, I think on that note, I think it's time for our lightning round. I don't know if you knew there was a lightning round, Jeff, but there is. And now we Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. So yeah, let's get started. Are you ready? Sure. All right. All right. Question number one. What is the best advice you've ever received from another investor or at a networking event? Hmm. Best advice. Pretty much. We kind of covered it a little bit. Just pull the trigger like, and correct your mistakes afterwards. Just get in the game, get your first property and go from there. You'll learn. Don't overanalyze it. It's the analysis paralysis. And too many people do that. And I see it all the time. Just pull the trigger, sort out later 
in the way that kind of Canada has been going in general, appreciation will probably uh, help you out if you made too bad of a mistake at one point. All right, question number two, and I'm going to change it just slightly because I think it's going to be the obvious answer, but what is your favorite real estate investing resource, not including your phone? Oh, well, then it has to be my laptop. <laughs> can I say that? Yeah, you can say laptop, but maybe we're like something that, that you go and look for. So maybe a report or, hey, uh, this part of London is doing something. Like what's something maybe that you read or that our listeners could go to and say, hey, that's a great resource that I can use in my business. An app. It could be any. I mean, it could be a course. It could be, I mean, really anything. Give you guys a hint here for a good app for Instagram is Captivate. You pay maybe seven bucks or something like that, and then you have it, and it'll go and it'll like hashtags. So it can like Brampton Real Estate, and it can like all the posts under Brampton Real Estate and do that um, every other minute. Wow. So that all of a sudden you can follow a lot of those hashtags. So when you start thinking about cities and where you want to target, you might like a Mississauga, and then somebody from Mississauga will go like, oh, what's this? Oh, you're Jag? Okay, I'll follow Jag. So that's very target marketing, and it automates in the cloud while you're sleeping. So oh, that's one of my uh, little tips for Instagram there. Uh, Instagram doesn't love it, so be careful with it. You don't want to like do too much, but it's an outside app that can help in Instagram. Wow, very cool. Awesome. That was, that was uh, yeah, Captivate. Cool, awesome. So you just get in the app store. Good, good. So next question, number three, what is the one attribute that has made you most successful? Definitely just been speed, being very fast to begin with is what all that, sadly, as an agent, was all that was needed to help investors out because you guys want your answers, you want them fast. A lot of you already know what you're doing, so you just want the data and you want to know, like, can I get in there for a showing tonight or can I... What are, what is the rent or can they, will the tenants leave? Whatever that looks like. And I have to be able to call the other agent, figure that out quickly and get it back to you. That's valuable to you guys. So you can put in offers and get your properties and then save money where it is. If I found out the right info, for example, if we're, we know the tenants are leaving or something, or we can get them out, that's how we can tailor an offer. But that just comes from like speed because in this market, it's moving so fast. You don't want your realtor to, uh, let you know on um, next week or something and the property's already sold then you're probably going to fire that realtor pretty quickly. So speed. Yeah, that is, that's so important. We want that information like yesterday. That's a, the world we live in, right? Is instant. Exactly. instant. So <laughs> you're able to get that, that definitely differentiates yourself from the other people out there. And that's how sad it is. There's so many realtors out there, but speed can beat a lot of them wow. because a lot of you guys just, yeah, you know what you need. You just need it. That's it. I have a question, actually. This is not part of the lightning round, so sorry, Alfonso. I'm taking your, what, <laughs> a question before your question. But yes. out of all of the clients that you work with, what's the percentage of them that find you from social media versus others that just, I don't know. Usually, I hope all of them because they actually know, but like not just to be cheeky there, but like because then they know my story a lot and they'll actually listen to me versus they just randomly found me through something in general real estate they're not going to trust or listen to me as much. And then I have to retell the story of why they should. I'd rather them, like you said, at the right club, when they come up to me and they say, I saw you on YouTube, they already know to at least generally listen to me on it. So, but really like daily it's uh, Hey Jeff, saw you on YouTube or saw you on Matt McKeever's channel or so I heard you on a podcast and, and those are, I just prefer them as clients because you've at least 
you've invested into real estate a bit themselves and then they've contacted me. The problem is when they want the greatest deal in the world because they saw somebody on YouTube get a great deal. Mm -hmm. You still have, as the investor, have to put in a lot of work and hustle. You can't just have the realtor find you the greatest deal because in my line of work, I'll, I have either 10, 15 amazing clients or myself will want to purchase it. So you can't just rely on that. You need a bit of a hustle yourself looking for the best deals. And then we go from there. And, but probably a good 90% comes from social. And yeah, I lived in London my whole life, but I wouldn't say my high school friends purchased real estate with me. So a lot of people that move to another city and say, well, I don't know anybody here. I find that's BS because I'm not, Every single thing, person you kind of see around me in the last three years, I've met in the last three years. I'm not hanging out with, I've upgraded my five, if so to speak. I don't hang out with the people I hung out with in high school and in the city because they're not like us. They're not out at networking events on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. They're just hoping they're at 12 years of employment and they can't wait to get to 15 years of employment because they get one more week vacation, you know, so they're waiting for that. So we're not, we're just like, all right. I can't even fathom that right now. So Yeah. And we, we always speak about that, right? Is, you know, the five or the network of people that is your net worth, right? Your network is your net worth. And so true. everything you see around me is from networking. Like this mansion, this is from networking. I don't know how I would be here without it. It was just talking to the right people, meeting up, hooking people up, not just in real estate sales, but just in general in my life to get to this level. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So just to wrap up the lightning round, I'm glad we went and talked about that because that's, that's important. But the last question of the lightning round, it's a typical Sunday morning. What are you doing? Typical. I'm <laughs> so I, I'm probably already up. Maybe I had a nice coffee that Sarah is going to send me now, but I'm my other coffee <laughs> I'm drinking right now. And I am potentially still answering YouTube comments or Instagram comments. I'm doing all of this, this social and playing with my daughter these days now, so that's fun. She steals my phone because obviously she sees me on it like 24-7. So, But it's always – I just talked about it earlier. Like it, you got to be doing something at all times. I literally, sadly, don't have those social media breaks. I do want – people are getting out there and they're saying, you got to turn your phone off at dinner. I would love to. I would love to be able to do that. But right now, it's about the hustle and for the clients and for selling tickets to our events and everything. Hopefully in five years, yes, I can turn the phone off at dinner and not have to worry about that incoming phone call. But even Sunday morning, it's probably that or it's researching what's going on in real estate for that, that afternoon, planning or going over right now, we're doing a lot of work at one of the rental properties. So I'm going over there uh, supervising and somewhat getting my hands dirty here and there, but mostly supervising. So <laughs> all right, <laughs> there you awesome. go. You got to hustle. That's it. So Jeff Weibo, where can people find you if they wanted to reach out and know more about you? I have a business card. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> it's all on social media. I don't even own cards. But Instagram, guys, at Jeff Weibo is where you want to find me. That's the easiest way. And then you want to get over to Jeff Weibo on YouTube and hit the subscribe button and hit the bell to know when I'm posting. And yes, you don't need a YouTube to to sign up on YouTube, you just have a Gmail and you hit subscribe. So that's the best way. If you're not on Instagram, like I challenge you, 
get on it right now. It has made me a lot of money in real estate through connections, not just selling homes, but like finding off market stuff. And I post a lot of off market stuff. This is why you want to be on there connecting with the right people, not just sitting at home waiting for the next right club meeting. You want to be talking to all the right club people in between the meetings and, and can't wait for the next right club meeting. Cause you're going to talk about all the stuff you did in that last month. So that's what you want to do. Find me these guys also on Instagram, they're posting an amazing content. And if you've never posted anything, take a photo of that coffee, tag all three of us and say you just did it from this podcast. That'd be amazing. It'll, and I will respond. Let me be honest, probably quicker than these two. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm actually on Instagram a lot more than I, I literally two years ago did not have Facebook or Instagram or really anything. So I see this. You've come a long way. And I've, I've come a long way <laughs> for me. I'm still, uh, absolutely. still working Are you on seeing it, but... a bit of the rewards from the content and just the direct messages, the DMs and like really connecting with people? Yeah, absolutely. So you know what? Let's put out a coffee challenge. If you guys put out a coffee cup and a challenge yes. and post all three of us, you know what? We are. If you have not come to the right club, those people we will invite to the right club. How about wow, that? Wonderful. I love that. And I remember it was, it was OREC last year. I had, I had done my first Instagram live video at OREC last year. I haven't done many, that many since. I'll be honest with you. I'm still, still tough. I, I always like going to email and that kind of thing. That's my go-to. But you're right. I'm doing more and more of it. I'm trying to, to do that. And I encourage people too, to get out. I'll give you a tip, Alfonso. You got a nice setup there. Just do like a whiteboard or something and then write four or five points that you kind of want to cover in the live stream and then go live. And then you're going to be able to like kind of hit those points and then get out of the live without rambling in the wrong way. Yeah. I love That's that. a good tip. So if you wanted to cover like the next right club meeting, you wanted to cover some future stuff or what you got going on or property for sale, that's what you can hit. And then you can get off the live and then there you go. Yeah. That's awesome, Jeff. And listen, you, uh, we appreciate you being on the podcast tonight. Any last words of advice? I know you've got, you've given us a whole lot of advice tonight, yeah. but what's some last words of advice that you can leave with our listeners? The easiest advice, guys, network. Get out there and network. Yes, there's social media. Yes, I'm on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook all the time. But it's, it's combining that then with the networking that can make a lot of money in real estate. You're going to learn about landlords that want to sell their properties. You're going to be able to buy it from them. You're going to be able to joint venture with them on purchases. It's all about the networking. So do all your social media and then network, 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 upgrade your five. If hanging out with a bunch of lazy people, it's time to get out to the right club. If you're already listening to this, you probably are at the right club. Unless this, this is probably going global, right? So fly in to the right club. If you're listening to this in Japan right now, get in there. You guys got to come out to it. It's all about the network. How many times do you see us drive up and down the highways in southwestern Ontario to go to these events for three hours? It's like yeah, all the time. Cool. And we, we obviously practice what we preach, right? And this is what you see. And then hopefully we see you guys at OREC at this point. I'm assuming once this launches, April 27, 28, and you guys will be there yourself. So come see these guys and network with them. Absolutely. On that note, thank you, Jeff, for being on the show. We really appreciate all the insights. And guys, get on Instagram and see what Jeff's been up to. And I do follow you, and I will say it's quite entertaining. I like the videos. It's educational. So thank you for putting that content out there and the mansion. That's a, that's pretty cool. So kudos to you guys. You've uh, you've accomplished a lot in a few short years. So thank you so much. Thank you guys. Wow, what an interesting conversation with Jeff Weibel. That was a lot of information. 
he's a busy guy. <laughs> he's doing a lot of different stuff and a baby too. I know. I have no idea how he does it all and still manages to work and have a family and travel. And he is the definition of very busy and very productive at the same time. I mean, just look at what he's accomplished. So it's definitely, I'm sure, well worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and luckily, you know, I've, I've gotten to know him a little bit and, and Jag is sponsoring, you know, the, uh, the events that he's having in, in Windsor and in London. And that group is so awesome and, and so relatable to the Right Club group is that they're bringing so much information to so many people. It's invaluable meeting people, getting, getting in front of each other. And he said it, that, that's a, right at the end there is the networking, right? Is networking. And, and yes, technology is awesome and you can Instagram everything. And I want to know what you're eating for lunch tomorrow. It's really cool. But you know what? Getting there face to face, talking to people that have done it, given that experience, that's doesn't matter how technology gets. I think that's going to be a thing going forward is being able to talk to somebody, meet somebody and really make those connections. Then the technology makes it a whole lot easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just watching him on Instagram. It's, it's really quite interesting. He's showing his life and his story and people are getting to know him. And so he's attracting a lot of clients and prospects through Instagram. He was saying 90% of the clients are from social media, whether it's YouTube or Instagram. I mean, that is really cool. If you guys are looking for clients or even just JV partnerships or anything like that, like it just, it seems like a no brainer and slowly I'm adapting more and more (laughs) and, and, and getting into it because I know it's important and it's important for the branding, but uh, Jeff's got tons of insights. Yeah. For me personally, absolutely. As the kind of the marketing side with Jag and what we're doing, I know that we need to have more of a presence on there and do that more. And I think I'm getting over the fact that it needs to be perfect and there is no perfect. It's like, like you said, it doesn't matter if there's a glare on the coffee. Or, it's just real. It's authenticity, right? And, and doing that. And that's so important is getting built there, getting the message across. And I know even talking with different people, it's like, it's getting to know what you're doing, right? If you're not telling people, they're not, you know, they're not, they're not just going to stumble upon you these days. There's too much noise. There's too much stuff out there that are getting people's attention that you have to have some type of presence. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed that podcast, took some tips from it. I know I definitely did. There might be a lot more people that are going to download that app that he, that he said that captivate. I was just looking for my notes there. Yeah. The captivate that you can, if you want to target a certain area or demographic or a hashtag, Oh my God, hashtag. I didn't, I was like, what's a hashtag. It's just kind of cool. Hashtag. But yeah, people are following that stuff a lot smarter than me in social media and and doing that. So that's a cool way to do that. So what was kind of a takeaway that you took from Jeff or something that you learned in that podcast, Sarah? Do more videos. That is going to be, you know, one of the things I've got to work on personally to get out there more. Because I I like to take pictures here and there, post some posts, but I think the videos are going to be what's needed to really be that game changer. And he does a great job on that. I mean, there's tons of of different things that he brought and he talked about. I think it's one of the mottos, ready, fire, aim, love that. I live by that as well. (laughs) Sometimes it gets me in trouble, but it also helps me out huge. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Well, and like we talked about, right, is learning from the mistakes. That's the key. That's when we're able to grow. And you you never want to make that crazy mistake, but you have to go out and and test the boundaries and get out of those comfort zones. You're not going to learn anything by staying in your comfort zone. It's, it's, you're already there. It's how you get on, on that and keep continuously improving. So yeah. yeah and on that note, the other thing I would say is guys, 
when we were talking about posting on Instagram and tagging us, that is real. So tag us and say, yes. I want to come to the right club and we will connect with you and give you the details and, and add you to our free guest list if you haven't been there yet. So fun little contest. I think we just, uh, let's just do it and, and see what happens. So this is uh, happens. Yeah. gone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Someone's done it before, so we'll find a way to figure it out. But yeah, no, back to the, the constantly improving. As we're doing this, and hopefully as we're doing more of these, you guys are enjoying them. I know, Sarah, you're already a seasoned podcaster when we started this. But as I continuously improve, we want to hear your comments, your feedback, honest feedback. That's what we want. We want to know how we can do better, what type of guests, what type of information that you guys want to hear out there. Again, the same as our Right Club events. It's the same as our podcast. This, the, the podcast, the group, it's about you guys, about the listeners, about the people that are coming and attending our events. We want to give you what you want. And we love doing it. So if there's some direction that you can give to us, we want to do that. Get at us at alfonso at therightclub.com. There's also Sarah. Sarah at therightclub.com. Or Alfonso, how do they reach out to you if they want to reach out to Jag? Oh, yeah. It's pretty simple as well, too. It's alfonso at Jag Properties. That's J-A-A-G Properties. Dot com and Sarah for yourself. Yeah, mine is just my first and last name. So Sarah Larby.com. And there's some free resources that they can also download. I created my top 10 tips for screening tenants, the top 10 things that I would recommend that you do when you're screening tenants. And I'm actually posting a new one, which is a really cool spreadsheet and it's completely free. It'll just cost you an email where you can actually download the fundamentals of what to look for when you're picking a market. It'll actually list all the fundamentals that I look at when I'm buying into a specific area, what I look for, the good and the bad, and then it'll actually give you a point system based on the total. And it'll tell you whether that market might be risky or it might be good for future investments. That is awesome. Guys, I'm, as soon as we finish this, I'm jumping on that website right now because that's amazing, all in one spot. And that's the cool part is that that's what we're here. We're here to give. We want you guys to learn. We want you guys to enjoy it. I'm having so much fun doing this podcast. Sarah, thank you so much for, I want to say, pushing me and making me do it. You didn't let me give you no as an you're, answer. You're so. so humble. Like you're like the nicest person I know that has like a hundred plus properties, but like definitely give yourself more credit. You're doing amazing. You are just a rock star and like, you're so just so, so nice about it. <laughs> Well, listen, I want to be the awesome. nicest person, you know, with a thousand properties. So let's keep going. <laughs> let's keep it doing. Let's keep it going. And, and that's what it is. It's about having fun, enjoying what we're doing. And I, I recently started saying, you know, when growing up, my mom always used to say, oh, you have to get along with somebody. You know, there's going to be somebody that you work with that you're not going to like. Luckily now it's like, oh, we don't like each other and we're just not going to work together. It's okay. All right. And we get that choice. That's the cool part of, of meeting those cool people and they're doing different things. And yeah, we're just all about growing together. So yeah, come out to the right club. Keep listening. Come grow with us. Sarah, thanks again for an awesome podcast. And uh, yes, we'll thank you. Time. And see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Right Club Podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.